Breaking news for anybody who has not been on Twitter for probably the last 10, 15 minutes. Um, surprising. I, I think all three of us, we as soon as this news dropped, we knew we had to get on here. Uh, no one was expecting this. This has uh, come completely out of left field. There, I'm, I'm honest. I didn't even. I wasn't even sure Quinn Ewers was going to make the roster. I'm pretty sure they implemented cuts in college football just to get him out of there. He's somehow been announced the starter over Hudson Card. Shocking. I am 100% surprised. Like, I did not see this coming. I really thought I was out on a branch with this one. I uh, really thought it was about to collapse after everything that's happened over the past 24 hours. But here we are. Felix, Austin, are both with me. For those of you who, who Matthew, listen to this on the podcast, because it's going to be on the podcast. Yeah, yes. Let me, yes, Felix, let me cut ahead. you off. Yeah, go ahead. Some go people ahead. are watching us for the first time. They have no idea what it is that you're alluding to. Well, you have never to lay coming the foundation back. for us. I said Quinn Ewers was announced a starter. He's the starter of the Texas Longhorns. Surprisingly, it's his, again, complete shock. I don't think, uh, Austin, were you expecting this? Was this like, I, I, I honestly thought Hudson Carter was already getting a statue built outside. Of okay. State All right. That's why I never let you drive. That's why we don't let you drive. This, for those who have not paid attention, um, I have been a critical, objectively, critical of Quinn Ewers. I probably am the lowest on him in my rankings. I have simply pointed out the fact that he was, up until this point, in a competition with Hudson Card, who lost his job to Casey Thompson last year, who you all flamed as not being a good quarterback. And so you are uh, being passive-aggressive here in um, not at all. your characterization yeah. of this. I would meeting. also say so that's, that's very... the foundation for those who have not paid attention to the Debbie debate Wednesday nights on the coaches game podcast feed, nine thirty Eastern time live right here on this YouTube channel. They don't understand that foundation. So now do your gloating now with that foundation. I was, that, that's really an oversimplification of what you've been doing about Quinn Ewers and, and Hudson card. You have openly stated you think Hudson card is going to win the battle, but my gloating has been done. I posted a couple things on Twitter. I did my laughing. I'm here. I'm happy because I do think he's the better player. Um, I mean, I really think this is a big thing for Texas because I think it is fair to say we've all had questions about whether he would start week one due to the fact that they play Alabama in week two, right? So I am honestly now, I think we're back on the uh, the Felix Petty train of what Austin's talked about earlier this year is when they, Quinn Ewers goes out there and sucks against Alabama, it's going to be a great night show in week uh, week two, I know, as Austin has talked about. But, I mean, Austin, what are your thoughts? Because you've pretty much been here with me the entire time. You've not been as open and yelling about it because anybody who knows Austin likes to he, – he he's very calm and, and very – good with his takes he does not just yell from a mountaintop and then have to correct when he's wrong like i do or like felix does so but you've pretty much been here the whole time what are your thoughts yeah um i i don't want to dunk on anybody uh i know matt like you specifically wanted to come on to do that uh that's not why i'm here um i just never really thought that the logic that people were presenting as as to why quinn ewers would not get this job was particularly sound uh, I think it was more just people that either wanted to a hate on Texas or b hate on Quinn Ewers for some reason because that that seemed that became a popular thing to do. Look, he's a good player. He didn't play at all last year. It makes sense that maybe it took him a couple of snaps this offseason, but I really don't think it was ever in, in in doubt that he's clearly the better player. All the reports, Matt, you've been very consistent in saying if you actually read the reports instead of just the headline, which is always clickbait. The reports were all basically like. 
card card may have been better, but yours like had like these five plays that were better than Quint Hudson anything Hudson Card has ever done in practice in his entire life. Like I, the people that were on the other side of this, I think should feel should feel ashamed a little bit. Sorry, Felix, I I, I got to throw you under on that one. You should feel a little ashamed. No, you I mean, I need hold on my turn. You all need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fingers. I'm not a hero. I'm not a hero. I'm just courageous with my opinions here. So you get to point your fingers, and we're going to see. They play uh, a UL. UL week one. Uh, this UL, ULM, Monroe. They play U, Louisiana Monroe week one, and then they've got Alabama week two. We're going to see because all I've been saying is that from his high school tape, and I'm not the only one to make this comment, from his high school tape, I saw a player who was well-protected and made throws from clean pockets with lots of time, five, six, seven seconds, lots of time. And I've asked you several times to show me some wild throws. I've seen wild plays from Drew Aller, wild throws, throwing people open, throwing in tight windows. I've seen wild plays from uh, – Ty Simpson, I've seen wild plays from, now I'm forgetting the kid at Ohio, Devin Brown. Just long, you know, long across the field, opposite hash throws. And I've asked you to show me some on Quinn Ewers tape. Now you guys have highlighted the arm angles that he has and his ability from camps to throw off platform, even though he doesn't necessarily do that in uh, during the games. And then he was okay in the spring game. He had some big plays. He missed some. He had some Will Levis type misses in that game also. That's all I've been saying. I've been a truth teller. I'm not a hero, Austin. I'm just a truth teller, okay? All I've been doing is telling the truth where everybody has been gassing this dude up. I've just said, hey, I see this here. I say this here. And then I'm ridiculed. But you know what? You get to point your fingers. You need people like me. You need I, do want, I, I do want to ask both of you guys real quick here because I think this has also been a very large part of Matt and my stance, which you've pushed back on very heavily, Felix. So I just want to hear at this point if you feel differently. Matt and I have both been consistent in saying that the reason that the coaching staff was letting this go on for so long, this, this battle, is because they basically have nothing behind these two at quarterback. And if one of them were to transfer because they made this decision early – like so many other quarterbacks have this offseason, and something happens in this Bama game where it's going to be T offseason on whoever is standing back there, that Texas is screwed. That any hopes of having an 8, 9, 10 win season quickly go down the drain. So I just want to hear from both of you guys if you are both still kind of siding with what you've said this whole time, where Felix, you said that's not the case, and Matt, you said you've said that is the case. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not even that I think Hudson Card's a bad quarterback. I'm as Felix mentioned, he was all he was the only one on Casey Thompson last year. I'm pretty sure everybody else at Campus Camp was on Hudson Card. <clears throat> I do think Hudson Card is a decent quarterback. But we saw him in live game situations last year. And I, I actually kind of pushed back on what Felix said, saying that Quinn Ewers was not that good in the spring game. I feel like he was better in that spring game. Yes, he missed throws. He did. But as Austin mentioned, like he has not played football in three years. You cannot, I know everybody on there, I'm not going to name names, but there are people on Twitter arguing with me saying that because he was at Ohio State last year, that counts as a redshirt freshman season. I know that's what he's listed as. He did nothing, nothing with Ohio State. I've chronicled this many a times. 
He was the four-string backup. He never traveled with the team until Jack Miller got a DUI, which I believe was in November. So that's, what, a couple games left in the season, at which point he traveled. And, yes, he got in in one game and handed the ball off two times. Felix, your big argument, and Austin's big argument last year on why Stroud would beat out McCord, and you guys were right on, was Stroud was there for an entire year and actually learning in the offense. He was the two behind Justin Fields. Quinn Ewers didn't get practice reps. So he was doing nothing. I know, Felix, you've said before that you thought that might hurt him, that he he actually came to Ohio State for the money, whatever you guys want to say, and he did not get practice. He was not in game reps, and then he goes to Texas. Like, I expected him to be behind card for a while. I have the spring notes where I said that. He's going to be behind card, but he's been special. What Austin said, even more so to the reports that I have read, they've all said the same thing. Quinn Ewers looks special in these in these practices. Yes, he's missing plays. Yes, he's forcing things in, and that's the reason Card was getting love, where they all every time said probably was better. That was always my takeaway. It's like we're pumping Card up. There's not one person out here saying Card is – I'm not saying you. The Twitter is pumping him up and saying he is the starter based on reports that said probably. That was never the case. I do think this was the plan all along because, Austin, you just mentioned there's no one behind him. There's literally – it's Malik Murphy. That is it. I'm pretty sure that's the only other quarterback they have on their roster, and I think we all three can agree he is nowhere near being ready to be a quarterback. He just came off a sur- – I think it was surgery on his ankle. He didn't even get into the spring practices until like the last couple before they called spring. So he is the only guy there if Hudson Card were to transfer. I'm honestly surprised if the news came today. I was expecting it at some point in time after Week Zero happened. And then, like, I was still trying to find different stuff to post and all this. Like, I was I was excited when that news dropped. I've – Felt like crap, and that adrenaline has. But I don't feel anything anymore. Yeah, you I feel, look great now. I feel yeah, like a brand new man. Yeah. So, well, I'm happy for you, Matthew. I'm happy for you, Matthew. Your back was going to be hurt, you know, carrying those goalposts all, all around because first he was the best things from sliced bread, and then you're saying, oh, I don't know if he's going to start until after week two. So I'm glad we get to see him from week one. Now we're going to see if he's special. Y'all say that he's special. He's going to be a four thousand yard quarterback and all this and that. You know, he's got tools to work with there at Texas between uh, uh, Xavier Worthy and Jordan Whittington and, and Jatavian Sanders and, of course, B. John Robinson. So we're going to see if he is as special as you thought. And I, I will wave, you know, the white flag and say I was wrong. We're not there yet. We aren't there yet. We won't we know until, yet. like, week there, five or six either. There, there are people who would take Quinn Ewers over Caleb Williams this offseason. Mistake. I'm not there. Matthew, where do you have him ranked? I have him as my number one C2C quarterback. I've been very open about that because of what I believe Sark can do for him. I've said that before. I have, <clears throat> I still have questions about Caleb Williams. I've been very open and honest, but it's one of the many things I've gotten roasted about on Twitter and other places because I have him over Caleb. I think we overinflate what Caleb did in really one big game on the big stage against Texas last year. I want to see it. I want to see it this year at USC, and then I will happily move him above Quinn but I have questions about him as a passer that I know Quinn can pass the ball. Caleb has 10 times better athlete, incredible stuff. What he can do with his legs, Quinn will never be able to do. But I still think we've seen, especially after this last draft, passing the ball matters. And I need to see more of that than half a season and a couple big throws from Caleb. Williams. I need to see that consistently. I understand you're, then the argument's going to be, well, we've never seen that at a Quinn years. That's fine. You're right. We haven't. But everything I saw in high school show Quinn Ewers was already a better passer than anything I've seen out of Caleb, even at Oklahoma. So I have him there because of what I believe Sark will be able to develop him into the next two seasons and what he'll mean for CFF and then going on into the NFL. And I believe being a first-round draft pick. 
The last thing I want to say about um, Austin, you did ask a question as to whether or not I thought what, you know, the, the quarterback battle and that leading to the season um, was, was Sarkeesian or strategically doing that to keep Hudson card around. And I just think that the answer is no, because you can't worry about your backup quarterback when you're trying to beat Alabama. And so you're not going to split reps if you believe that person is not your starting quarterback. So up until today, Steve Sarkeesian thought that there was a possibility that he would start Hudson card in that game. At least in my opinion, you, there's just no chance. You don't, you only get so much practice time. You need all of those reps to go to your starter. I've told this story before when I was in college, God bless his soul. Um, Cullen Finnerty was our starter. Jeff doc was an upperclassman, maybe a fifth year senior that everybody respected. Even the coaches, he was essentially a coach on the field through the week. Cullen, got 99.9% of the reps with the first team. Jeff Doc may have gotten one all week, may have gotten one or two plays. That's the two. I'm not, not just Jeff Doc, but like all of the twos may, may, may get one or two plays here and there. You are trying to prepare your starters to win the game. Who cares about your backup quarterback? So I didn't think that Sark was doing something strategically. I'm glad that he's named a starting quarterback now because now Quinn Ewers gets all the reps with the ones we're not going to have any excuses. We're not going to have any excuses. And I promise to the audience, I promise to you, I will always tell the truth on this show. I will never just go with consensus. Austin, I'm not a hero, okay? I'm not a hero, but I am. I'm just going to be someone that tells the truth. Based on what I see, based on my evaluations, I'm always going to be honest with you guys. Sure. What Felix said. No, I mean, that's the thing, though. He has been getting practice with the ones. It's just Cart was going out there first. Again, why it helps for other people to actually read the reports and not just go based on what one person says on Twitter. It's what we posted in the Discord. There was a lot of other stuff that was in those reports that people kind of just seem to neglect over. So, Austin, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I'm good. All right. I'm not a hero. Okay. I'm Crown not a hero. the king. Quinn Ewers. Villain. <laughs>